This message is brought to you by the ministry of Center of Life Church, Etobicoke, Canada, where life is worth living with Jesus. We believe that you will be empowered and your life transformed through the true word of God. Be blessed as you listen. Take us to a new place. Strengthen us through the teaching and preaching of your word. Let your holy name be glorified. We believe in the name of Jesus we have received even direction and also impartation even this morning by faith. In Jesus' name we pray and the church shall amen. amen. So Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, I mentioned to you and all that by the grace of God this month of February that apart from the fact that people celebrate love in general, that we will talk about relationship, talk about marriage. And myself, my wife, we have been praying, and we are trusting God that we'll be able to share about the, you know, uh, marriage and love from God's perspective and address some issues in the next two Sundays. That is, we get started through the Corpus Connect outreach on Friday with the panel, with the speakers, and on Sunday, and also following Sunday, those two Sundays, we'll be able to talk about relationship at large. Amen? But I just want to finish my message, you know, that uh, I've been talking and speaking on, the knowledge of the blessing, even today, so that, you know, I can have a closure. Amen? Praise the Lord. So Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. So I just want to complete, conclude the message that I've preached, I think, last two Sundays or in the you know, end of January and sometimes in February, uh, even today, amen? And I believe, you know, within the very short time that I have, I can quickly touch on that. Now, remember the word the Lord gave to us this year came from many scripture, but this is the predominant scripture, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Let us read together, one to go. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he had no sorrow with it. Read it one more time. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he has no sorrow with it. And so, therefore, we said that this year, the blessing of the Lord is what is going to produce blessings in your life. Whatever you are looking for or you anticipate to see is it's in that blessings, whether it is spiritual component, financial component, material component, marriage, in any form or shape. Health, finance is already included. The blessing, the endowment, the power of God, the anointing of God will produce that. And this is going to be sorrow-free for you Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. But we say we need to gain the knowledge of that blessing. We need to gain knowledge of what we have been blessed with. Amen? What have been blessed with. So I've laid a lot of foundation. Please, you know, read, uh, sorry, get a copy of the CD so that you can get acquainted with what I've said. But I just want to quickly conclude, you know, based on what we have been blessed with. We need the knowledge of it. Knowledge is very important. And I told you, you know, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5 says, A wise man is strong, but a man of knowledge increases strength. So it's very important for us to understand that knowledge is important. Osea chapter 4, verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What you don't know can kill you. And so it's important for us to gain knowledge. It's important for us to understand the things of God. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says, You know, unless we... Uh, uh, Taken captive by the enemy, praise the Lord. No, I think it should be Second Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven. Bible says, "Let Satan take advantage of us." You know, we should not be ignorant of his devices. Glory be to Jesus. Let Satan should do what? Take advantage of us, for we are not what 
ignorant of his device. So if you are ignorant of the way devil operates, he can take advantage of us. So we need knowledge of the things of God. But specifically, we are talking about the knowledge of the blessing. If Bible says it is the blessing that will make us rich. And please don't forget, you know, even though the world is, we mentioned that the world rich, you know, can be defined in different ways and different levels. It does not limit to just material blessing or financial blessing. It covers every aspect. Come on, say with me, full supply. So God is going to f give you full supply, spiritually, emotionally, of ideas, creativity, in every aspect of your life. You will never lack for money, of course. Neither will you lack for ability. Neither will you lack for opportunity. Amen? So there will be full supply in every area of your life. Amen? And so you need to understand that the blessings was going to produce it. But what is this blessing? I've given a definition. I've tried to explain it. But I just want to take us to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Because in Christ Jesus, it is finished, isn't it? If you are born again, if you are a child of God, the Bible says you are already blessed. Because you are in Christ. Praise the Lord. You know, if you are born again, if you have the life of God in you, you are part of him. He is part of you. Amen? You know, in him you live. In him you exist. In him you what? You have your being. Amen? So Bible says in verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 1, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with all and every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So we know from this scripture that we are blessed. We are blessed by God. We are what? Blessed by God. And it is that blessing that we produce what we want to see in what? In material reality. But remember, all these blessings, they are what? In heavenly places in Christ. So if you are in Christ, you are blessed. Come and say, I'm blessed in all your favor. Now, that is not because you just want to make yourself feel good. You are giving voice to what God has already said. Come and say, I'm blessed. I'm, blessed. I'm not cursed. I'm now, so if you read Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, the Bible says that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law, which are no other things to say that you have been blessed. Now, read it very, you know, uh, with me. I know that's not part of my note. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 says, Christ has what? Redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become what? A curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on what? So, Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. Come and say, I am blessed. I am blessed. There's no more curse in my life. Now, in verse 14, the Bible says, when you redeemed us from the curse of the law, what is the purpose, therefore? When we are redeemed from the curse, verse 14 says that what? The blessing of Abraham might come unto what? Upon the Gentiles in Christ. Come and say, in Christ. Now, everything happened in Christ. Outside Christ, you are still under the curse. But in Christ, you can no more be in the curse or under the curse anymore. Hallelujah. Because the blessing is in Christ. The Bible says that the blessing of Abraham might come to us, the Gentiles, so that what? Now, we can receive the promise of the Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. So, we know that we are blessed. Come and say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And what does it look like when somebody is blessed? Amen? So that's what the Bible says. Look at the life of Abraham. The Bible says the blessing of Abraham. So if you look at the life of Abraham, you will realize that you can at least have a picture of a blessed man. Or look at the people of Israel. You can see a picture of a blessed people. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. So God told them, blessed you will be going out. Blessed you will be coming. There will be no man that will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. You will never lose any battle. Was that the kind of blessing that the people of Israel experienced? Absolutely. And also Abraham in every aspect. And one of the aspects of Abraham's blessing was that he was loaded financially. Amen? Yes. So I've said this. The blessing of the Lord is not in full measure. 
in your life if you do not experience rest financially. Amen? So economic independence and financial empowerment must be in the blessing. Hallelujah. Must be in the blessing. So it's not enough for you to say, well, thank God, no more sickness in my life. That is part of the blessing. It must reflect also in your marriage that there's no breaking or breaking out. There's perpetual peace. That's part of the blessing. Hallelujah. It must reflect in the love of your children that they will not become rebellious. Bible makes us understand that even Daniel was how many times better than the people and astrologers of his days, 10 times better, that God is going to cause the mind of your children to be excellent. That's part of the blessing. That's part of the blessing. Bible said the memory of the righteous is what? Is blessed. The memory of the righteous is blessed. You are not losing your memory. Tell your neighbor, you are not losing your memory. You are sound and sharp. Is that not what the Bible says? Hallelujah. God does not give you the spirit of fear, but of what? Of a sound mind. Of a sound mind. Of a sound mind. Come on, say it one more time with faith. I have a sound mind. Some of you cut yourself short by what you say. You know what? I can't remember things even these days. I forget so easily. That's not what God said. Even if that's what they want you to believe, turn it around. The memory of the righteous is blessed. Some of you say, you know what? I'm close to my 40s now. I lose memory. You are just agreeing with Satan. Bible says that Moses was 120 years old and his natural forces was not abated, neither is high as deem. Amen? You are going to be strong as long as you live in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm saying, Pastor Solomon, by the time you get to 70, 80, I'm telling you, your hair cut is still the same. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are still showing great. Oh, Sister Anita will be so good and blessed. Hallelujah. And what will I say about Sister Anita? Oh, my goodness. Oh, sweet sister. Glory be. Now, 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 listen very carefully. You must say it and act it. Don't dress as if you're old. You say, you know, I'm old. What is wrong with you? Hold where? Glory be to Jesus. Dress young. Look young. Forever young. Amen. Hallelujah. Let people be finding it difficult to know your age. Amen. Some people will say, Are you, I think you are in your 50s. Ah, when you're already in your 20s and 30s, you need to quickly go to your closet and pray. Father, I come against every evil perception. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Okay, let's come back into the spirit. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Now, so I mentioned to you that if we are blessed, according to the word of the Lord, what are we blessed with? It's very important. We need the knowledge of that. And I mentioned about five, six things. Because all of these things, they become the foundation for us to be able to access all that God has in stock for us. Number one, I said, you know, and I'm going to close all of this thing today, so I'm going to run through my note you know, expeditiously. Number one, I said, the blessing of righteousness. You are blessed because you have received the gift of what? Of righteousness. Oh, some people will not value that. You know, whatever you do not value, you cannot enjoy. Whatever you do not have understanding of, you will not most likely even value, you are going to trivialize. Amen? You are going to trivialize. Glory be to Jesus. The good example was the story between Jacob and Esau. Remember? Esau never valued his birthright. And when Jacob said, give me your birthright, 
for an exchange. What was his response? Oh, what is this bread to me anyway? If another scripture says, and so therefore he so despised. Another scripture says, he trivialized it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the gift of righteousness. When you get to have on the side of righteousness, you will be thanking God every day that, Lord, you have made me righteous. Because righteousness means you do not have any inferiority complex anymore. Condemnation syndrome is destroyed. Sin consciousness is destroying your life. That irrespective of what is happening around you, you have access to God. You know what that means? When God made you righteous, that means you don't need an, any intermediary anymore. Oh, what a blessing from God. If you read Hebrew chapter 4, you know, verse 12. Sorry, Hebrew chapter 4, verse 16. Of course, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, said that we have been made righteous. But Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, says, let us therefore come what? Boldly. Now, to the what? To the throne of grace, that we may obtain what? And find grace to help in time of what? It's only those that understand the gift of righteousness that we come boldly. You see, the reason why you can't access grace, access what you need to be revealed in the natural because a lot of people are waiting for another conference that one minister of God will show up in the next three, four months so that their miracle can be established. Because they, at times, do not have understanding that God is more willing to give them, to talk to them, to bless them without an intermediary. Because constantly they always feel, I'm not qualified. Can I say this to you? And this will shock you. You will never be qualified for anything that Jesus paid for. Because the Bible says, all our righteousness, they are like fit right. The only qualification was that you believe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So the gift of righteousness, I can talk about that forever, talk about it over and over again. Remember I said to you, before I go to the second point, Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17, what happened about the gift of righteousness? Righteousness has effect. When you have become established in your understanding of righteousness, what's going to happen? Bible said the work of righteousness will be peace. People that will experience full peace in their life are people that understand that they are not rejected by God. Because devil will come against you with condemnation every time. So the pastor and the church say, you should fast. And unfortunately, your belly did not cooperate. And by 12 o'clock, you don't know how, but you find yourself in Timothy's. <laughs> Amen. You don't know how. I understand. And you enjoy all the food. And then 12.30. And you are telling yourself, why did I eat? Why did I eat? And the devil is telling you, you see, your blessing is taken away. Since you did not yield to what the pastor have said, it will become another year for God to answer you. Now, I'm using all my paraphrase now. The devil begins to bombard your mind with condemnation. And even when they come in the evening to pray, and they begin to pray, half of your prayer is that, Father, forgive me. <laughs> Father, forgive me. You have asked him to forgive you, in fact, when you hurt, but... Then after that, the next day, Father, forgive me. Then, in fact, when they ask you to come and be the one to lead the prayer, because that is still in your consciousness, everybody, we need to pray that God should forgive us. <laughs> Amen. You see, <laughs> go back to the Isaiah that I said you should read. 
No, I'm not endorsing that. You need some stamina and to push. But even if you have broken the fast, you are still not condemned. You can do better next time. Say, Father, I'm sorry today. You know what? I should have done better. But Father, I believe God for grace the next day. I thank you for it. I give you praise for I confess my shortcoming. And I'm growing up in Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. And you move on as if it never happened. If you have not come to that level, you have not been established in the consciousness of righteousness. Amen? Because I would say the work of righteousness is what? It's peace. And the effect of righteousness is quietness. Your spirit is quiet. And assurance forever. Because that will tell some people that doesn't know the word of God. You see? You have disobeyed. If rapture happens as you are eating, <laughs> you are left in Timothy's. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be shocked. How many people can't sleep? <laughs> I said, Lord, please don't let me miss rapture. I don't want to miss rapture. And people will fall on the ground and cry all day. And go and say, what's wrong with you, boy? God convicts you, but Satan condemns you. You need to know the truth. When God convicts you, this is what we hear in your spirit. You are more than this. You can do it. You are able. You can do all things. through Christ that strengthens you. If you have asked me for help, I'll have helped you. I'll have strengthened you. That is when God talks. He's trying to bring you up to the level of who you are already. But this is where the devil talks. Fool you. Stupid. You better look before you leave this Timothy's. Pastor Solomon and the other may show up. <laughs> they are keeping record. Amen. What, 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 what? Then when you are going, you are, you are, doing, you are doing this and that and the, you are already under the bondage and condemnation. Amen? It will destroy your faith. Because I told you what is the effect of righteousness. It brings peace. You can't pray if there are peace and your faith will not work. I know that may be an extreme, you know, example. But think about other areas in your life. In other words, if you have made a mistake, repent. Come back to God and move forward. If you do not understand how righteousness works and you are still under the burden of that, at times, God can convict you for a very long time if you have not yielded to the prompting. Are you with me right now? The Holy Spirit keep convicting you, keep convicting so that you can yield, especially people that keep malice. God will tell you, you are more than that. Walk in love. Go to that person. You are struggling with it. You are struggling with it. But God will say, you know what? Do that. It's your brother. It's your sister. Husband and wife. You are turning around. I won't move close to you. Thank God we have a big size bed. <laughs> Let him stay there. I'll stay here. God is telling you, roll over. Roll over. Roll over. He said, no, he should roll over. Roll over. <laughs> Amen. I said, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm not the one that I've offended him. He offended me, and he need to do this. As a matter of fact, devil, now, this is how the devil works. But this is how the devil works. Let him pay for it. Let him know that you also have power. That you are not a doormat. I'm just trying to tell you, you can easily, devil is not that smart. You can know when he's at work. Amen. Don't cook. How much you cook? <laughs> Let him know that you're offended. The Holy Ghost will never talk to you like that. Are you with me right now? Let him know you're offended. And demand too. Just come in. You are the man. You are the man. You are the man. Let him know. Even if you don't have money, you are the man. <laughs> Prove to her that you are the man. Amen. <laughs> Holy Ghost will not. That is your flesh. The Holy Spirit will tell you, you are the head of this house. Prove your maturity 
by being a servant leader. And the wife, don't be a woman that will allow Satan to come to this house. Apologize. Humble yourself. Look, that's what I said to you people. When you have godly, Holy Spirit control partners, Satan cannot win for too long. The place Satan won is that somebody has agreed with him. Amen? <laughs> by yielding to his lies. Amen. Devil will tell you. He didn't look at you. Did he compliment you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Uh, you are no, look, you are no more beautiful. You are no more beautiful. <laughs> oh, then you are crying. You are listening to yourself. You are not speaking to yourself. The man may not even be thinking about it. See the way he passed you? Uh, you know what? Yeah, see you finish. <laughs> I don't know whether there's any expression like that. I don't know whether those of you that are very great in grammar, maybe you are going to approve of that. So wait for the next two Sundays. We'll talk more about relationship, but all I'm trying to say is this. There's difference between condemnation and what? And conviction. You need to understand that. That's very important. The gift of right, we are blessed with that. So that we can have access to the Father. Not that we should walk in sin and live in sin, but so that we can always be on point every time and have access to God Undeniable. The second thing, you know, that I say you need to understand that you have been blessed with is the nature of God, divine nature. Not only do you have the gift of righteousness, but also you have been blessed with what? With divine nature. The scripture that I gave was 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. But so we are born of God, overcome the world. We are born of God. That is, we have his DNA. And the best scripture I love is 1 John chapter 3, verse 9. 1 John chapter 3, verse 9. You know, it's a very you know, wonderful scripture. And uh, uh, 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, talk about anyone that is born of God, don't forget this, love it, receive it. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. That is, does not add capacity to sin anymore. Because the nature of God can't sin. If you do anything wrong, it's just a wrong choice. Amen? But the spirit of God in the inside of you, yearn to righteousness and holiness. Bible says because of what? Underline that in your Bible. His seed remains in him. His DNA. God's DNA. God's nature is in you. The nature of love is in you. You can love. You can walk in peace. You can walk in peace. You can love people. You can be patient. Why? Because God's nature is in you. Hallelujah. Never you say, this is who I am. No, no, no. Who are you? A new creation. No, that this way, just accepting the way I am. No, 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 no. We will not accept who you are not in Christ. We want to accept who you are in Christ. Who is that person in Christ? Beautiful, gentle, easy, kind, doesn't promote evil, neither gossip, neither damage people. All is kind and good. Amen? Because the Bible says, his seed remaineth in him and he cannot sin. It's so powerful. That's what we want to bring people up to. That's why discipleship and training and mentoring and nurturing and hearing the word of God so that you are changed from glory to glory, from glory to glory. If you are following Jesus, you must be changing daily. If you are following Jesus, if you are following your relationship, your husband should be seeing the difference, your wife should be seeing the difference. Your children should be seeing the difference. People around you should be seeing the difference. From glory to glory, it's taking us. So that people can say, wow. Bible says about the disciples, they took knowledge of them that they have been with Jesus.
their life was totally transformed. The third thing I want you to know that God has blessed us with, and we tie all of this thing together. So what was the first thing that I mentioned? The gift of what? What is the second thing that I mentioned? No, okay. Now the third thing is <laughs> the blessing of the person of the Holy Spirit. Oh, what a blessing from God. Now, so some of you say, has God blessed us? If God has blessed me, where is my hundred thousand dollars? No, no, those are blessings. Say blessings. No, those are blessings. But God has blessed you with everything you will need. That will bring all those things. Now, when you go to, you know, your school of nursing, when you go to college of medicine, when you go to school of law, when you study economics or BA and all of those things, and you finish, you know, thank God for a lot of people that are here that have fantastic school. You need to get to know them. Training people, releasing people, agents all over the world. But, sir, ma, when you train people, do you give them $5,000 after the training? Do you give them $10,000 after the training? But you are so sure that what you have trained them with will bring that thing. Does that make sense? So when you went to school and you paid a lot of money to the college, you paid a lot of money to the college, and at the end of the day, after the, on the graduation day, they clap for you and they give you a certificate. Did they give you $100,000? But they have given you what will bring what? If that's the only thing you can understand by this message, that's what I'm saying. God has given you everything that you do what? That pertains to life. That will bring everything that you need. Amen? And that's the gift of righteousness, divine nature. Because when you have that divine nature, that is wonderful. We can't go into all of that. Secondly, thirdly, I said the what? The person of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. Now, Jesus gave these people wonderful experience. Acts chapter 2, verse 8 says, sorry, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, I, I meant, I apologize. Now, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you know, Jesus was telling them, but you shall receive what? Power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my what? Witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and all, all over the world. To the ends of the earth. So Jesus gave them the person of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, for them to do what? To do mighty works. In fact, if you read John chapter 16, verse 7, and also verse 13, Jesus Christ said to them, Look, I know you guys are getting troubled, but look, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm going to pray to the Father. He will send to you another comforter. And the, the person is the Holy Spirit. And when he comes, what will he do to you? He will guide you. He will teach you. He will lead you into all truth. Hallelujah. How many of you have read the scripture in Isaiah that said, the Lord will teach you the way you should go and teach your hands to profit? God said, look, I'm going to give you what we call the paracletos. The one that will walk alongside with you, that will tell you, invest in this business. Hallelujah. Now, thank God you have all the knowledge of economics, you have the knowledge of investment, then there's someone that will whisper to your heart, that will not work with, this will work. Hallelujah. So when men are saying, that's a casting, that what will you say? So we say, oh, this guy is smart. No. He's a man that just yielded to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So God bless you with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we don't have time to go into all of that. Not only that, you know, he blessed also with the power of the Holy Spirit. So there's even between the person of the Holy Spirit that comes alongside to guide you, to comfort you, to lead you, to teach you. He's your teacher. He's your instructor, isn't he? But we also have the power of the Holy Spirit. That they are all connected, isn't it? You know, Jesus Christ said, the, the, the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me. So the Spirit of the Lord anoints. So that's what we call the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, say, I've got the power. 
Now, Acts Act chapter 10, verse 38. We know Jesus Christ, even though he's the son of God, even though he has the nature of God, his righteousness, you know, personified, even though he has, you know, divine you know, access to God. But Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, read this. Bible says, and our God anointed Jesus. Was Jesus anointed? Bible says, our God anointed Jesus. The Holy Spirit was with Jesus. He speaks to the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus Christ said, I don't send you of my home. As I hear my father, I speak. So he has relation with the Holy Spirit, but I said that he has the endowment and power of the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand this. You have been blessed with the anointing. Oh, anointing that breaks yoke and lift body. You are powerful. I'm saying to you, you are powerful. Come upon to somebody next to you and say, you are powerful. You are anointed. Now, there are different degrees of anointing. We know that. There are anointing that's associated with governmental position, associated with different offices, but there's what we call general anointing of the believer. General anointing of the believer. Listen very carefully. The Bible says, our God anointed Jesus Christ with what? With the Holy Spirit and with power. We went about doing good healing all who are oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Remember, the Holy Spirit is with you. That is a blessing. You are not successful because of who you are, but because of who is with you. Don't forget that. One with God is a majority. That's what the Bible says, if God be for you. Or another says, if God is with you. The Bible says, when God was the people of Israel, that is a very good example. Anytime the ark of God was with them, no devil can stand before them. No devil can stay with the war against them. When God is with you, oh my goodness, you need to understand. That's a blessing, isn't it? What a blessing that God is with you. But I say, who can be against us? Who can go to battle with us? Hallelujah. 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 But you see, when your sense of righteousness is destroyed, you will lose your sense of abiding presence of God. You see, that's how everything is tied together. Devil will tell you, God is not with you. You are in trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear will set in. And when fear is set in, Satan can do his bidding. Glory be to Jesus. Come on, Satan. God is with me. All the time. 24-7. In fact, he said it this way in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That you may boldly say, Hallelujah. The Lord is my helper. Glory be to God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Glory be to Jesus. So we talk about the blessing of the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. Please don't forget this. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says, The anointing which you have received abided in you. Hallelujah. The Bible says you have an anointing from God. Come and say, I have an anointing from God. And you know all things. This is very serious. This is very serious. Now, in any profession that you are doing right now, come and say, I know all things. As they're going to work together and say they're rolling out a new package, a new thing, this alone can help you in the place of moving forward. Come on, say, I understand it. Now, so as you're launching new product and they say you're going to do this, in the natural, you may not. But in the spirit, you know it. If you confess it, it will come to the surface. Come on, say, I know all things. I can do all things. Through the anointed one and his anointing that teacheth me. So that's because say we know all things. And verse 27 says, the anointing which you have received. So verse 20 says, you know all things. The anointing is in you. And verse 27 says, but the anointing which you have received from him. Come on, say, I have received anointing from him. Every child of God, part of the blessings that God gives you anointing, he put a seal on you. And remember what does that anointing does in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 to destroy every works of Satan. So ladies and gentlemen, if you know and you believe you are blessed, anytime you feel something in your body, there you raise up. It's in the name that's above our name. I speak to the anointing in the inside of me. At times when I I want to pray for people, 
I will say things like this, especially me, I'm praying for my wife. You know, and say, in the name of Jesus, Father, I speak to the anointing in the inside of her to find expression. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you must be conscious of that anointing. If you do not have sense of righteousness, devil will tell you, who are you? If you are really anointed, you will not break your fast by 12 o'clock. You are not anointed. And some people said, it's true. I'm not anointed. If I'm really anointed, why can't I fast to 6 o'clock? No. It's not what you do. That determines that you are first anointed. What you do after can release the anointing. Amen? Amen. But the anointing which you have received from the Holy One. Amen. Remember you have his DNA. His DNA comes with the anointing. Are you with me right now? Because when you have the nature of some people, it comes with some traits. That is, um, you don't, it, they, they, they are gifted from birth. So when you come to Jesus, it's a full package. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Nobody can tell me I'm not anointed. Come on. I'm anointed. anointed. I said, I'm anointed. anointed. When I'm sleeping, I'm anointed. When I'm driving, I'm anointed. When I'm eating, I'm anointed. When I eat in the morning, eat in between, eat later, I'm anointed. Well, because that anointing is in me. Do we have time we refrain from eating? Absolutely. Do we fast here? Absolutely. Because they release that anointing, amen, to meet needs of people, but the anointing is in you, amen. I'm helping somebody right now, I know, that's under every condemnation. You are free in Jesus' name. Amen. I said you are free in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. Okay, let me quickly round up with this. Is that number three or number four? Number four. Is that number four? Okay, let me give number five. You have been blessed. Hallelujah. The gift of righteousness, the blessing of divine nature, the blessing of the person of the Holy Spirit, and the blessing of the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Remember, somebody was teaching us here uh, that Pastor Martin during the prayer that the, the gift of the Spirit has been given to all for the profit of all with her. Amen? The gift of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, and the gift of discernment. My wife flows so much in discernment. And then, you know, she will, she will say, I just, I sensed something that we should not do this. I sensed something. I said, baby, I, said, I sensed it yesterday. I shouldn't have done it. I should have followed my intuition. I said, please, don't get us in trouble when you sense it. Say it. <laughs> Amen. You know, look, everything about your life, you are not a natural person trying to have a spiritual experience. You are 24-7 a spiritual person adjusting to this natural life. You need to understand that. In other words, at times, the Holy Spirit will tell you, you see, you have been blessed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't take that route. The traffic will be heavy. It's that simple. I don't know about you. It has happened to me several times. And then I will get to that place because I'm used to it. Oh, my goodness. And I will say to people around me, my children, I say, I should have listened to the Holy Ghost. And they say, Daddy, what are you talking about? I say, boy, you get to understand later. I should have listened to the Holy Spirit. Because I sense the gift of the Holy Spirit telling me, don't do that. Amen? Amen. At times, he would say to you, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the guy looks so good, have all the chest, have all the good words, know how to package himself. And the Holy Ghost is say, run from me. It's not the one. And then you see the lady, she looks so great, and the Lord said, no, she's good, but it's not your own. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is there. 
the gift of the Holy Spirit, discernment, when you're doing business and other things. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So, the blessing of the ministry of angels. The blessing of the ministry of angels. Is that not wonderful that God bless you with the ministry of angels? Many people do not know this. So, when we quote Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, they say, I've been blessed, I've been blessed, I've been What are you blessed with? When you know all this blessing, you can access it. Now, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. If you can project this in Amplified Version, that would be great. You know, Hebrews chapter 4, I said, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation? Angels have been sent for a sign. You are blessed with it. That's part of the commission. Now, if you read it in Amplified Version, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, as I round up here, amen. Glory be to Jesus. And, and not all the angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve, accompany, protect those who inherit salvation. You are blessed with that. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, angels are all around you. But they will never do anything until you commission them. That's how most of us, we are helpless. Now, but if activating when you are going, Father, I thank you for this journey. I thank you for the angels of God. And you quote Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. I've been blessed with the ministry, you know, spirit. And I thank you for their guiding me. I release them. And I say this all the time. I release them to go ahead of me to make all my crooked ways straight. My path is them free. And I commission you, angels that have been personally assigned to me, be involved in this. In Jesus' name. Then I pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm aware I'm blessed with it. I'm aware they are with me to accompany me in what we go. You will be shocked. Ladies and gentlemen, why must you be at home and you are free? In your own house. If we open the window and close it. Somebody move. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Close out the window. Close out the window. You are under the influence of spirit of fear. Bind it. Destroy it. Amen? You'll be shocked. Many people under that situation. The children at home, they are running. Who is running? Just wake up. Who is running there? Who is running there? What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Sir? We have to be very careful. This is Canada. This is Canada. What about if you are not in another country? What would you say? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, all I'm trying to say is this. Some people, do not, some people here have never heard any message about angels. The only thing they have heard is religious name of angels. Angel, angel this, angel that, angel this, angel that. They don't understand even the meaning of angels. And in fact, if you read Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, Bible says, how shall we escape this great salvation? That is, you miss a huge stuff. Hallelujah. Verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 2. Bible is connected to the meaning of angels. For if the word spoken, I don't, I don't know what you're uh, going to. Just forget about this. Let me focus on what I'm, I'm sharing. You know, I know it's not part of my note. But the Bible says we shall escape that great salvation if you do not know how to connect to the ministry of angels. They are there to serve us. Amen? We are blessed with the ministry of angels. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, verse number six, you are blessed with the blessing of the power of atony. The power of what? Now, if, if, you know, go and study if somebody has power of atony, how that works. That will give you a better understanding. The power of what? Of atony. The best way to understand the power of atony is for you to read Acts chapter 19, verse 14. Not everybody have the authority to use the name of Jesus. I don't know if you know that. Oh my goodness. The Bible says also there were seven sons of what? Of Sceva, a Jewish priest who did so. In other words, they were trying to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. Verse 15. Now, the Bible says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who? Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call power of attorney. They don't have the power of attorney. Now, when you have power of attorney, that can represent somebody. Am I right? 
Does that make sense? You are blessed with the power of God today. What a blessing. That is at the mention of the name of Jesus. If you are a child of God, if you are in Christ, the same way, you just need faith in it. It says, Satan, in the name of Jesus, take your hands off my children. I command you, take your hands off my property. In the name of Jesus. Because you have been blessed with the power of acting. Not everybody. Devil can slap some people. If you read that story, he slapped them. He mesmerized them. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But you have been blessed with the power. Come and say, thank you, Jesus. For the honor and the blessing of the power of heart today. To represent him. Not just in dealing with sickness and disease. So when somebody calls you and says, Pastor, I need your help. Pastor Solomon, I need your help. Elder Bolloway, I need your help. I have some sickness. I have some things. Oh, really? Glory be to Jesus. I'm coming. Amen. Ben, I need your help, please. Ben, I say, no. Where's Pastor Yin's number? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, his anointing can strengthen your anointing. But what should be the first response? I have the power of all of our today. I also can do this. And that's why we need to be taught. I say, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit. I come against in the life of my wife in the name of Jesus. If you have to remove your shirt, remove your shirt. I say, in the name of Jesus, you get out of this place. You do not belong here. Amen. Then you have to do it on yourself. Satan, you have no part in this body, for this body is the temple of, of the Holy Ghost. I have the power of Anthony that you have the power to tell him to go. And he has to go. Because at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name must bow and every tongue must confess. Is that the sixth one, the seventh one? You have the blessing of the church and fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. All these pastors, they are a gift to you. They, that's why most of you, when you, there are certain things that happen when you are open to the fivefold ministry. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? So when you see the prophetic flow, at times some of you, you are blessed, you have all of that, but God has given gift. Is that near what the Bible says? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. The Bible says God has given what? Gift to the church. I am a gift to you. The pastors here is a gift to you. The church of Jesus is a blessing to you. It's a place of refuge. Company of believers is a blessing to you. You must see the church as a blessing. You must see the ministry gift as a blessing. I wish I have time to explain that. That is, God gave me to you. God gave the ministry gift to you. God gave the press team to you. God gave the media to you in the church as a blessing. Amen? Everyone in the church that God has endowed with one thing or the other, God has given them to you as a blessing. That is why David was a blessing to Saul. The Bible says when Saul was being troubled and tormented, anytime David began to sin, the evil spirit would be lifted. Even the ministers of those days, prophets, would seek even what? Mistress. Why? Because it's a blessing to them. So the priest team is a blessing to me. I'm a blessing to the priest team. Priest team is a blessing to the church. Yeah, ushers are a blessing to you. God has blessed us with the gift of the church. So when you get to understand the mystery of the church and the fivefold ministry, they push you into the realm that by yourself you cannot get there. That's why the train and everything we pack it together is a blessing. We don't have much time to do that. How many have I given you now? Let me give you the last one. I think I've given you seven. Now, this is not by any means exhaustive. But I've given you based on the revelation and thought that God has put in my heart. In other words, this can be harder too. But let me give you the last one. God has blessed us with the blessing of the hammer of God. The whole hammer of God. Amen? The whole hammer of God. 
please go home and read that. And you will understand that this is true. God said, for you rest not against flesh and blood. This life is full of evil and chaotic situation. But I've gone ahead to provide an armor for you. From head to toe. From head to toe. Bible call it the whole armor of God. Think about that. The whole what? That this armor represents God. And God said, I'm giving it to what? To you. What a blessing, ladies and gentlemen. Now, is the military efficiency in America or Canada a blessing to this country? Why do we think that we cannot just be invaded anyhow? Because, you know what? We have some people that God has blessed us with to watch over us, isn't it? Is the police commission a blessing to this country? Is the legal system a blessing to this country? Well, because you know, if anybody assaults me, I'm going to go to the police and they're going to deal with them. It's not a blessing in some countries. Am I right? They will assault you. On your right, abuse you. You go for a walk. The man says, okay, you want to walk? Okay, 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 okay. Turn around, okay. That's part of the test. Turn around, sit down. Women being abused. Nonsense. Happening all the time. Take advantage of them and they don't have any voice. But not in some countries. You watch TV, you hear this. It doesn't happen just that way. Why? Because they have a system that protects. The whole armor of God is like that. Are you with me right now? Think in that form. God said you will not be harassed another day of your life. In your thought, in your body, in your soul. He gave everything to safeguard you. What a blessing from God. I said, what a blessing from God. And that brings us, you know, to the conclusion of this. Come on, stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Did you receive this? Is this a blessing? We hope this message has been a blessing to you. For more information and access to teachings, please visit www.colc.ca.